feel like I have to stop like numbering the episodes like at the top of the episode. <laughs> Why? It doesn't I feel like it doesn't really imply longevity, you know what I mean? No, it's fine. I don't know. It's it's like it shouldn't be a landmark. Like every episode uh number should not be a landmark. I need to stop uh bringing that attitude. No, I, I love our chronicling. You know, eventually we'll be at like Two years in, we'll be like at 113 or whatever. How are you, boo-boo? Uh, I could be doing a little better. It's my lady time. You got uterus problems? Yeah, my uterus is screaming. It's okay. I gave it to narcotics. It should be fine. Okay. I'm with you. I'm holding your hand. Thank you. Um, so at the end of our last episode, our, uh, our Epic Dawson's Creek Season 3 ep... I mentioned that our next episode was going to talk about Fear Street slash Christopher Pike YA thriller horror novels that we read in our youth. But we decided that, well, for many reasons, but mostly because we got such an epic election themed meme out of it, that today we would talk about Sister Act 2. Instead, we're pivoting. Pivot. Yes. Pivot. 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 <laughs> this is not related, but which Friends character do you relate to the most? Wow. What a question. Well, considering that <laughs> for the first like four months of quarantine, if not longer, I watched Friends every day, all day. It's another one of your comfort watches. It's another one of my comfort watches. It's not tied to any like mm. emotional state I'm in. It's just com- pure comfort. <laughs> pure comfort watching. Um I love them all for different reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say like Chandler, Monica, and Chandler, Monica, and Rachel hmm. are like my favorite. Are like, oh no, I guess Chandler, Monica, and Rachel are like the characters I identify with the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the character I like the most is Joey. Mm, same. And then Ross is just terrible. He's a terrible, terrible human. I think we all we all can agree on that. He's the Dawson of friends. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He, he kind of is. And there are similarities in the characters. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're talking Sister Act 2, which is beyond formative for the both of us. Beyond. Beyond. Um, I was in It's right love. up there with Clueless. Okay. Wow. I don't know that. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I take it back. They're, just, it back. In, they're just in different lanes for me. Um, they're definitely in different lanes. Of yeah. course. Yeah. They're in different lanes. But I mean, Lauren Hill in Sister mm. Act 2 is like the hottest person ever. Like Rita, whatever her last name Louise is. Watson. Watson. Rita Watson. Wow. Rita Louise Watson. As Rita her mother says Louise. when she when she yells at her out the window, Rita Louise Watson, you better get your behind in here and something something. <laughs> and then she goes, Ma, Ma, we just chillin'. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Sarah, I mean, um, Cheryl Lee Ralph is my mother, so um, I'm like I'm like very. Is Deb gonna listen to this app? Probably. Probably. Yeah, she's she's pretty she's pretty terrifying. Rita's mom. Yeah. The The way she just like walks into the room all stone faced and she's like, 
You didn't tell yeah. me you're singing in the choir. Yeah. So my mom is usually very emotive when she's disappointed. Stay out of her path. But yesterday, she called me later, like later in the day, and she was getting ready to lit, like light into me about something. And she stopped herself and she goes, actually, Mia, I'm upset about something else. It wouldn't be fair to you to like talk about this right now because I'm just like upset about this other thing. So let's talk about it some other time. And I was like, okay, growth. growth. Deb. I was like, okay, okay growth. growth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm generally, I'm generally good about, well, <laughs> This is probably something that all of my friends would disagree on. But I will say, like, I've tried to be better about, like, not bringing my, like, anger about something else, like, to, like, that energy to, like, people that have nothing nothing to do with it. Um, That being said, the one place where I still a thousand percent do that is, like, with my parents. So, like, if I'm having a bad day. It's hard. It's hard with your family. It's too easy to take it out because you're just so comfortable with them, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so like if I'm having a bad day and I call my mom or she calls me or whatever, she'll be like, hi. I'll be like, hey. <laughs> and she'll be like, what's up? I'll be like, nothing. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm fine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know. Emo 12-year-old energy. Meanwhile, when I was a kid, <laughs> particularly when I had a phone, not even when I had a phone, I guess when before we had phones in, in high school, we would use office phones but I remember calling my mom all times of the day of her work day for whatever the fuck mom I want to go to Eileen's house after school today so I'm interrupting this meeting you're in so you know I'm not going to be home because I'm going to Eileen's house or like oh like mom can you pick up this thing or mom I need Janet tickets or like whatever right like throwback to episode one but then like she'll call me in the middle of my work day and I'm like mom I'm working like, what the heck? Like, you know I'm working right now. Like, why are you calling me? I, too, have attitude about that when, when my mom calls me while I'm working. Like, mad attitude. But also, my mom was the opposite. Um, my brother and I still talk about this, even though my mom's been retired for, like, 10 years. Um, my mom used to just call us in the middle of the work day, And we'd be like, hey, what's up? And she'd be like, how's it going? <laughs> in the middle of her work day. She would call yes. you. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the day, she would just be like, how's it going? My brother would be like, don't you have shit to do? Like, what, why are you calling? Um, but I, but looking back on it, I think it's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's super cute. She's just taking a little break in the middle of her work day to, uh, to call her children's. And to be um, clear, what I need to name yeah. is that anytime I called my mom at any point as a kid, she would leave her meeting. Like she would take the call. I love that. And she was never, she never gave a trace of annoyance in her voice that I was like interrupting a thing. So I don't know why I'm not able to reciprocate it. Like I suck. I mean, I'm the same way. I, we're both jerks, I guess. I don't know. I know. Like, yeah. (laughs) We both need to be schooled. Um, I'm like the worst. So backtracking. Sister Act 2, if you're not familiar. Sister Act 1, you should be familiar. It's the nun movie with Whoopi Goldberg and the singing and the Motown songs and all that shit. And Sister Act 2 is the sequel. And basically, so if the first movie was about Whoopi Goldberg going undercover into um, a 
a, a convent. convent. Into a convent. I was going to say nunnery, and then I was going to say seminary, and then I was like, no, neither of those are right. <laughs> nunnery is like from Shakespeare days. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's an outdated term. So get the convent. Get the nunnery. Under- <laughs> exactly. Get the to a nunnery. Exactly. So, uh, no, she goes undercover to a convent and uh, basically whips that, uh, that parish into shape by uh, turning turning the choir into this um, attraction basically and and getting a show choir and getting parishioners like back into the church and just, you know, going into the community and doing all these lovely things. Uh, The second movie, the sequel is about her essentially doing that at a Catholic school. So um, what's her face? Mother, mother, mother superior, AKA Maggie Smith. Yes. The Dame Maggie Smith. I was going to say pour one out, but she's very much still with us. Thank God. Uh, protect her and Betty White. So uh, Dame Maggie Smith, a.k.a. Mother Superior, calls her back. She says, we need you again, Sister Mary Clarence. I can't do a good impression of her in that movie, but she has a very distinct voice. And uh, Sister Mary Clarence goes back into the Catholic school in San Francisco. And she also she develops a show choir there in the music class and turns everything around. She turns everything around including yeah. the world of the protagonist, Rita Louise Watson, played by the incomparable Lauren Hill. So hot. And sadly, I, like, why, why has Lauren Hill not done more acting? She hasn't done, that? she hasn't done anything. Like. It was literally just that. No, I know, but then, then she, she stopped doing all like, the no. things. She stopped doing all well, of yeah, that. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. She stopped cold. Um. She only has like one recorded album. Like she has a live album. I know. And I mean, I feel like a lot of attention has been paid to how much of a loss that is for all of us musically, but not enough attention has been paid to how much of a loss it is not seeing her as a performer on screen anymore. Look, because I I love her in Sister Act 2. She's hot. Like, (laughs) Like you want to talk about like formative characters on screen. Gay origins. That like Hashtag gay origins. Hashtag gay origins. Woo, Rita Watson. <laughs> Woo. Why? I'd love to know why. I mean, I know why, like, because I feel similar. Because she's beautiful. Because she's beautiful. Obviously. And she got attitude. She got, she got attitude. so much attitude. <laughs> she got attitude. Attitude uh, out the wazoo. I can't, I'm like getting hot and bothered right now. Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's so hot. Um, yeah. I, don't, I can't even put it into words. Um. I, I love her it. speaking voice. Yeah. I have a lot of feelings about her speaking voice. Yeah. And I like how she, like, she, like, emotes so much pain in that role. Like, you just, like, see it. Like, it's, like, it's dripping true. off of her. Like, she's got this, like, pain existence. It's true. And I almost feel sometimes when I'm watching it, like, she's in a different movie than everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could pull yes. her performance from that and put it in, like, a much darker movie. And it would be... Perfect for it. You know? Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. And to be honest with you, I mean, I don't want to cast too broad a stroke on black mothers, but like Mm -hmm. the pain she brings to the role, like is very much a um, feeling I relate to in Mm. relation to my mother. Like meaning like, I love that woman. She is my mother. I came from her womb and (laughs) living up to her expectations of me which are relentless at all times. Like, I mean, at 2 a.m., you know, 
like my mom would express an opinion about like how I'm sleeping in my bed. Like Mia, like you should sleep differently, you know, like, like if only you were sleeping a little bit to the left or to the right or snored a little bit less, you know, like it's like, is this hyperbole or is this real? It's slight hyperbole, but it's not, you know, like, um, my mom has an opinion about every aspect of my life, a very strong opinion. And at 37 years old, my, my age, she still does not understand she has not yet come into a version of herself where she's like, oh, this is my opinion. And if I express it, cool. But me as her own, he, she's, she's not of my, she is of my flesh, but she is a separate being <laughs> that I cannot control. So if she does something different or approaches a challenge differently than I would, that is okay because that's just another sign that she is her own person. So when I see Lauren Hill's character Rita Watson I mean I just feel like she carries the weight of her mother's expectations for her that's true to the point where it's like literally sizzling off of her body which is I relate to that's true and I feel like you don't really that's crystallized really beautifully in the moment toward the end where they're doing the final performance um and at this point like uh, the 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 nature of the relationship between Rita and her mother is that Rita's dream is to be a singer and her mother doesn't think there's any security there. Um, it's personal because, uh, Rita's father went down the same path and her mother had a front row seat to seeing how much it hurt him and how much heartbreak there was there and how he never, she says, your daddy died still trying to make it. Um, I love how you know, you you know, this film, like, you know, quotes that I don't know. I know. Well, that no. And I, 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 I'm, I'm discovering that I know those specific scenes, like with Rita and her mother really well, like disturbingly well, even though it's not, well, because I also like, (laughs) I relate to a lot of what you were saying, but, um, so perhaps it's not just a black mother thing, but, um, um, there's, there's, yeah, there's an well, element, a Brooklyn mother, of what you just... A Brooklyn said. mother a, is, a, is, is a bunch of things. You know, there's a black version. There's an Irish-Italian version. Um, <laughs> but there's a, connective tissue There's connective tissue. Um, is, am I dreaming this up? Isn't there a quote where she's like, something doesn't put food on the table? Yes. <laughs> singing does not pay the bills. Singing does not put food on the table. Singing is no guarantee of a career, even if you have got talent. And Rita goes, Mama, do you know that I can sing? And then her mom says, yeah, and your daddy did too. And he died still trying to make it. Mm. The way way that parents can often try to snuff out dreams is wild, wild. It sure sure is. I I think so. What I was saying before was um, all that you said about how how Rita carries the weight of her mother's expectations on her shoulders and um, is, is, you know, rightfully resentful about that. But also there's this beautiful moment at the end where uh, Rita is doing a public singing performance that she's been keeping a secret from her mother for a while (laughs) in the film. And her mother shows up in the audience. And then after Rita performs, her mother finally relents and says, I'm very proud of you. And you just see like all of that weight melt off of Rita and she hugs her mother. And it's like, it's just this beautiful moment. I know. Because there's been such animosity between these two people for the entire film. There is not like a moment of affection between them until that moment. And it's just, wow, it's beautiful. Yeah. 
So now we're, now we're going, now we're going like subterranean. I mean, I actually also think that's part of why their dynamic and relationship like fucks me up so much. Cause it's just in such yeah. a stark, it's just such a stark contrast to the way that, um, most mother daughter relationships are portrayed on screen. Um, particularly like yeah. white, like white protagonists and the relationships with their mothers. Like, of course totally. now, 30 years later, there's been much more rich, you know, exploration of complicated familial relationships in cinema. So like, I'm sure there's tons we could draw from. I suppose. Where I that's suppose. Not, where that's not the case, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like you get like, leave it to Beaver, Brady Bunch, whatever the hell we all grew up on. I mean, and then thank God there was Claire Huxtable, you know, to be like, Hey, yes. There's a black one of those. Um, and then, oh, but then, but then, you know, um, Sister Act 2 took us right back. It's like, oh, wait, here we go. Black pain, mm-hmm. black motherhood. Mm. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, it's amazing that we're, I, this is something I've never really like given a ton of thought to, but now that we're, we're thinking about this out loud, it's pretty amazing because the, 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 also there's another flavor in uh, Lawrence Hill's performance where you can tell that as much as she dreams of being a, a singer, she has internalized a lot of her mother's messages, you know, and that's sort of what prevents her from taking the plunge, even just like joining the choir. And uh, there's a lack of belief in herself, you know, and even when... Uh, when Sister Mary Clarence is trying to encourage her, there's that moment where like they're they're on the street and Sister Mary Clan- Clarence is is uh, recommending her um, the book, um, and she's she's she basically says, "If you wake up in the morning and you can't think of anything but singing, then you're supposed to be a singer." Mm-hmm. And I think Rita Rita like basically just says like, "Have you looked around this neighborhood lately? Like I'm not I'm not exactly living in the land of opportunity, you know." Um, Open up your so pretty I, brown yeah. eyes and take a look around. That's different. But <laughs> <laughs> you leapt, you leapt across a decade to to save the last. <laughs> That's what that was, right? That was, that was save the last. Thank answer, you. Right? Was I, it? I mean, was it? I, I am a walking like movie quote, and so like they come to me, and I don't even know anymore. Was that a Kerry Washington quote? Yes. No, you're, no, you're yes. you're nailing it right now. Like you're wow. telling you're telling me. Something I didn't wow. know when I said it. When I said that quote, I didn't I'm know. I'm because I've only seen that movie like twice. In my I didn't life. know. When I said that quote, I didn't know where I was quoting from. I didn't know who said it. <laughs> so thank to you. To be honest, I think I only know it from you. Like, no, I know it. That's, very, that that's probably real, you know? So <clears throat> shall we talk about the music? I mean, we spent enough time exploring oh my all, God, the, yes. all the sadness yes. in the film, but there's so much joy. I know. And I feel like I feel like I, I dare say we're the first to explore the darkness of this film. Um, yeah. So much joy in the music. Yeah. Is the first musical number the sisters when Sister Mary Clarence like brings the kids to watch the nuns perform and there's like secondhand embarrassment for the students. And Frank yes. is like, that was whack. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I loved Frank Kay, by the way. I mean, unsurprisingly, hey, we talked about oh. white boy rappers. Hey, oh. Yeah, exactly. Which He's is so funny because in the in the 90s, I was attracted to him. But looking back on it, you're attracted to Sketch. Sketch. And oh. I see it now. Yeah. He's so hot. Sketch. <laughs> Sketch he is. Yeah. Sketch. And like, fit, mm, all right, let's take a moment. <laughs> Sketch is hot. I wanted to talk about like his... 
I really want to say his daddy thickness, like, which feels like so inappropriate because he's playing a high schooler, but like he's not a high schooler. Like I'm ashamed of just saying that. I feel terrible. But he was he was not a high schooler. He was of age. He has to have been of age. Let's confirm before we like we gotta confirm before put, we like before we, to put, cut this out. before we put Caitlin in like the pedophile hall of shame. Um. Please don't. <laughs> He's so hot though, because he's got like this really adorable baby face, but he's like thick and like. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's got some meat on him. I like a man with some meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. Yeah, I know what I want you some mean. Love handles. I want like some back fat. Like I just want back fat. That's meat. very specific. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I want the back to be slightly jiggly and like. Whoa! There that's, was... <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're no longer speaking the same. <laughs> language we're no longer in lockstep here i'm good i don't so i need to like i need to provide you a visual i don't need a visual of back fat that's jiggling no 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 no, you no you (laughs) okay 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 wait i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just be clear okay the actor's name who played sketch his name is ron johnson he's ron johnson the 14th i'm sorry what (laughs) The 14th. That's a tradition. That's a tradition. If the, I ever. How is that even possible? I mean, this is even darker, but slavery. Like, come on. No, Ron I was just going to say, like, like how you, is you, that you possible? Don't, you don't have 14 generations of Ron Johnsons as a black no. man by 1993. No. Like, what? No. Very confusing. No. But anyway, yeah. he was born in 1973, so he was 20. Okay. And that's fine. I feel like it's, it's also a different thing when you're looking back on a movie that you watched as a kid. You know what I mean? And you had a crush on, like, a kid in that movie. But apparently at 11, 10, whatever, however old we were, you were, like, Mac Daddy with your I was was daddy thickness. thickness. (laughs) Like, exactly. Okay. I'm not going to – look, I'm I'm honestly giving you a hard time. I'm honestly giving you a hard time. That's clearly what's most – that's clearly what's most attractive about him. Like, everyone can see it's (laughs) – but please give me a hard time and please challenge me. Like there no, are other reasons he's attractive. No, no, it's, that's what that, I mean. He's, I mean, he seems like a really sweet. He seems like a sweetheart. He has sweet eyes. He's got sweet, sweet eyes. Sweet eyes. eyes. Exactly. Eyes. And he just like he's got that thickness. I mean, you know. No. <laughs> you don't know. You got the thickness. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho, okay. So yeah. let's talk this music. So what's the one they do outside on the playground? Like in the beginning. That is, oh my God, I'm so glad that you brought that up. That is like my favorite. It's like, it's like a little rap battle, basically. I got the flow. I got the flow. Yeah. That whole part. Yeah. Um, um, Cause Lauren Hill's also hot in that. Just. Oh, <laughs> I know. Like basically like she destroys everybody like in the rap battle and it's amazing. And here so I hot. Go. the microphone about to wreck it. That's all I remember. I mean, let's just talk chronology. Like this movie came out in 93. Fuji's album um drops 96 really yeah really yeah um miseducation of lauren hill drops in 98 so like in a like that five years by the way felt like an eternity because we were going through puberty at that time so like you know between 10 and 15 (laughs) a lot changed it did feel like an (laughs) eternity like that was like that was like an ocean of time but like in reality that was like five years of her life she went from like sister act to fuji's miseducation of lauren hill in five years that's bananas. I know. But did Fuji did the Fujis have like 
singles before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had other. I was stuff. gonna say because I because when I saw that movie, I was I knew who Lauren Hill was already. You know, or maybe I just saw the movie late. Like that's just my. Oh, that maybe yeah. No, because I I definitely think. I mean, everything happened so quickly, but like basically, yeah. Lauren Hill was in my mind, like not a national name by the time the film came out. Maybe, yeah, maybe she was like famous in in Jersey because that's where they're from. But yes, yes, um, yes. But then, but then when Fuji's came out, I was like, oh my god! Like that was the girl from Sister Act. <laughs> that's the girl I'm in love with from Sister Act Two. <laughs> That's the girl um, that made me gay single handedly. Seriously. Uh, let's take a take a brief pause since you mentioned mentioned the Fugees to just say that uh, Mia and I went to a Wyclef concert several years ago and um, other members of the Fugees came out. Not Lauren Hill, but Praz. Yeah, Praz came out. Praz came out with Wyclef and then uh, Estelle, because she opened for Wyclef, uh, filled in for Lauren Hill. And it was amazing. Um, okay, I don't remember also, any of that. <laughs> But I remember that's that's where we saw um but that's the concert where we saw Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Anthony Mackie. Uh Mia and I have been enormous fans of Anthony Mackie since the Papa Doc eight mile days, like before he became like this, you know, Marvel Marvel Universe actor. Yeah. And got all this notoriety. And um it was funny because like he could go to this concert and nobody recognized him but like me and I. <laughs> yeah, he was hot. I want to be clear. Yeah. When you said he, when you said I was a fan, I was like, wow, I don't know if I would say that. Like I literally just want to sleep with him. Um, he's not like Daniel Kaluuya to me where like a movie comes out, I'm going to go see oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. You know. Like That's fair. But he's just hella hot. Like if he showed up at my door, I was like, "Hey." I'd be like, "Hey." Yeah, that was that was a that was a surprise when we went to see Eight Mile, like just getting smacked in the face with with that. Thank God, because like Mackay Pfeiffer was, like was a, not hot in that movie. Like, oh so. my God, what was happening there? <laughs> what was happening there? It I was don't a know. weird performance. Like Ugh. it was just so weird. And we needed we needed Anthony. Thank you. You saved Eight yeah, Mile. Thank you. We needed a hot black man, and you gave us one. Thank you for being beautiful in that movie. <laughs> thank you. Beautiful and terrifying in that movie. Yeah. Um. Until the final rap battle, when it all fell apart. One of the most iconic lessons that Whoopi Goldberg teaches the children, and remind me to go back to the fact that at this time, and this is still true a little bit in my life, I guess, like every, a lot of white people in my life would tell me that I reminded them of Whoopi Goldberg, which is like a whole thing. I have a whole thing about it. I'm sorry I'm laughing. I know that you... (laughs) It's like all the way that you feel a certain type of way about it. I have a whole thing. We'll get there. But um, but one of the most iconic lessons that Whoopi teaches the children is that if you want to be somebody <laughs> and if you want to go, go somewhere, somewhere, you better wake you better up. wake up and pay, pay attention. attention. Pay attention. Yeah. Hey, Mia, can we liven this up a little? <laughs> if you want to be somebody, somebody. If you, you want to go somewhere. somewhere. You better wake wake up and and pay pay attention. attention. Frank A. Frank A. And sketch to some like beatboxing in the background. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a great moment. That's a pretty iconic moment. Yeah. Uh, How about when they're auditioning all the kids for the choir? And they all do ridiculous shit. (laughs) Mary has a little lamb. Fleece is white as snow. Oh no! He said, "Wait, what is it? Does he say fleet? Yeah, he says fleet. At first, fleet was white as snow. It's like fleece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> 
And then there is like the fucking iconic Maria <laughs> singing the Love Boat theme song. The Love Boat. Because they make everybody do Maria Little Lamb and then they call on Maria and she's like, and this actress, this actress is like the bomb. Like if you've seen her in, because she's, she pops up in so much random shit that I've seen. She was on Californication at one time. Um, she's been in a lot of shit. She's just an amazing character actress. Um, but she's like, I don't know. Mary had a little lamb. And they're like, well, just sing something, you know, like wh- whatever you're passionate about. And then she stops for a second and like looks off into the distance. Starts and then all of a sudden she boat. just busts out the love boat with like hella vibrato. It's, it's so funny. There should be fan fiction about Lauren Hill. And the girl she sings, his eyes on the sparrow. Yes, 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 yes. A thousand percent. Sorry, I was having an orgasm. Um, Who's like, who's like a little, she's like a little tiny, she's like a little tiny Braxton. Yes. Speaking of gay origins, she was for me. She was big time for me. I loved her short hair and I was really into her and Mm -hmm. I just liked their little vibes. (laughs) Vibes. There was a vibe. There was a vibe. Yeah. There was a vibe. It was a big time vibe. And you're right. She was a mini Tony Braxton. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as a matter of um, fact, Tony Braxton yeah. had come out like a year before that or something. Yeah. She was definitely. So that hair, she was definitely. Exactly. Braxton. She was like Tony's hair. So true. I want it. I want, I want it. it. I want it. And then I'm going to go. And I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. We need an episode about Tony Braxton because. Tony Braxton is the most fun person to imitate on the face of the earth. For sure. Um, <laughs> Her voice is so unique. I mean, that whole first album, another when sad love song. My, oh, it's just another sad love song. Love song in my brain, my brain, like crazy. Yes. Tony. Oh, so good. Tony, Tony, Tony. She's like, she's underappreciated. I feel like there are just so many jams that she's responsible for. She goes overlooked. She's not overlooked in all circles. I mean, Lifetime has given her her flowers. Like, there's a... a, Has Lifetime? Lifetime. There's a TV movie. Oh, that's... There's a TV movie about her life that yeah. like where someone else plays her? Yeah. Okay, I have to see that. Yes. I'm upset now that I haven't seen it. Okay. Well, and to be well, fair... Well, I know that she's... She has know. reality shows too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this is dramatized, and I gotta, I gotta watch that. Yeah. I'm gonna go down a crazy Tony Braxton hole after we get off the phone. It's, it's gonna be deep. Um, I'm literally gonna do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot. Um, oh, seven so whole good. days, and not away um, from you. So <laughs> <laughs> to explain, like, no, no, no. For the, for those of you who don't know what scene we're talking. about, out. Rita has a friend and confidant at school uh, to whom, you know, there's obviously like an intimacy between them because they have this moment at the church where they're sitting at the piano alone in the empty church and they're just speaking quietly about their hopes and dreams and they're singing together. His eye is on the sparrow and her friend has a lovely voice and Rita really is lovely voice. Me. You've got that kind of voice that you can really make it. <laughs> and then her friend says, you know, you've got it too. You've got to, you know, sing for me. You take the top and I take the bottom. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's a real line. That's a real quote. Hashtag gay origins. Um, but, and then they, and then they sing together and it is like heartwarming and tear springing. And uh, I don't know if I call it heartwarming other than like hot. 
Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I get emotional when they sing together. It's so beautiful. And when I was like 12, I used to try to sing that well. I would sing that song with a lot of the time. And we would not sound like half as good. Was Jewish? Yeah. I love the, the, the idea for singing about Jesus. And- yeah, I know. <laughs> The idea of this, like, being one of her favorite movies and she's singing all these Jesus songs, like these R&B-ized and hip-hop-ized versions of Jesus songs is really funny. Yeah. Oh, and when Lauren hits that low, (laughs) when Lauren hits that low Sparrow note. The Sparrow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, should we, should we talk Oh Happy Day? The the Um, birth of this meme, this election meme that, that, that brought us all to tears of laughter and of, like, joy. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus was. When Jesus was. When my Jesus was. I, I always love when he says my Jesus. Like, I'm like, yeah, yes. I know. Jesus I know. is mine. Yes. Like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even that religious. But like, so it's interesting. <laughs> Sister, Act, Sister Act 2 makes me very Christian. Like, I be in a mm. car. Listening to these songs, like yes, fascinating. Jesus, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the, it's one of the, it's one of the, or it's not, it's not even one of these. Probably like the only film where the soundtrack like takes me to like a very spiritual place, like in a way that like very few other things do. Um, like without fail, like. If I listen to Joyful Joyful in, a, in my car when I'm by myself and I'm driving somewhere, like, I'm in tears. Like, I'm, like, sobbing by the Aww. end. Yeah. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah. And that's what happened when I listened to the election meme. Like, I watched Oh Happy Day. And uh, it was just a, such a great meme. Um, and it just reflected how, or continues to reflect, like, this renewed sense of hope that mm-hmm. feels fleeting, just to be clear. But, like... <laughs> In this meme, it feels like something you can actually hold on to and keep your grip on. Mm. Um, and it's just And that it's our responsibility to, to hold on to. Yeah. Exactly. La, 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 la. La, 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 And I love when he finds his voice. I know. Ooh, happy day. Because who can't, who can't relate to that, that kid, you know? I think I think we go right to joyful, joyful, and we'll include a link to the meme in the episode description just so you can enjoy it if you haven't stumbled upon it yet. Anywho, here we are towards the end, joyful, joyful, and <laughs> when it starts, and Caitlin alluded to this earlier, but Rita spots her mom in the audience as she's starting to mm. sing, and she gets choked up and has to start again. And I think it happens like two or three times. Where yeah, it happens too many chords. times for comfort. Yeah. They, and there's that really cute playing. guy in the class who plays the piano. He accompanies her and he just, he's like gently like keeps playing the intro. like, <laughs> And just looking at her like, Rita, Rita <laughs> chime in at any time. Let's go, Rita. <laughs> joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. I think Mia's just going to sing it for us. No. (laughs) (laughs) You really got me there. I thought you were. I thought you were going to. No. Yeah, this performance is epic, and it's it's everything you never knew you needed. 
for um, real. It's energetic. With great choreography. And, the and wardrobe. The wardrobe. So but she's The wardrobe is so colorful and 90s. It's yeah. like overalls all over the place. Yes. Overalls all over. Oh, my God. They do that dance, which I can't even, obviously, there's no, like, word. I was trying to, like, think about how do I... How do I convey this to our listeners where they can see the dance I mean, in their I'd love for you to do it for me right now. I can't. It's also a Sunday afternoon and we're both like, I can see that we're both getting sleepy. <laughs> I know. I feel, I feel sleepy. You also like probably could use a nap because you're crampy. Oh, you know what's probably happening? My drugs are kicking. What? My drugs are kicking. Oh, <laughs> do they make you a little bit like, yeah, that's happening because... <laughs> Because my, my stomach that feels fine. That was me fine. shutting down like a robot. That's what that sound effect was. Yeah, my my stomach feels a lot better. But now my brain is loopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joyful, joyful. Oh, happy day. <laughs> All the characters get to have their moment in the spotlight. It's just a perfectly constructed finale. And of course, they win the choir competition. Which also makes me cry. And then when they all realize that she's like a uh, Vegas not really a showgirl. <laughs> and she's like, and then she says, like, I'm not a showgirl. I'm a. I'm a headliner. I'm a headliner. Yeah. And that's when the movie ends. And you're yeah. like, yes, Whoopi. Yes. There she's they supposed to have a sister act three. And a headliner. I'm sure they were. And I, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't turn one down now. I'm sure Whoopi Goldberg is like, fuck that. No, no, um, no. As of, as of October 8th of this year. No, she said on uh, the James Corden show. So we're working di- diligently to try to figure out how to get the <gasps> gang together and come back. That's very good news. I wonder what it'll be. I wonder what I the, mean, uh, the premise will be. Well, I wonder if well, the kids will come back. Maggie's still with us, so I imagine it will be some type of convent situation. It'd be cute. It'd be cute if all the kiddos from Sister Act 2 now had their own kiddos because, you know, oh, my God, like they would be in high school around right around now. So for, if for some reason, y'all, you have not watched Sister Act 2, which would be like blasphemous, <laughs> um, check it out. Get your Jesus on. And <laughs> even if you're Jewish, get your Jesus on. Exactly. Just like did. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, just take a take a rainy afternoon and, and watch Sister Act 2. Yeah. Because it's a joy. A J-O-Y joy. And we haven't even really talked about like Kathy and Jamie or. Um... Oh. Well, they're, they play so much of a, a you know, they're so much more central in the first movie. Yeah. Um, and they get they get to be showcased just way more. Uh, what are we going to talk about next week? Can we please do Love and Basketball? Oh, but you know, you said you want to talk about Jonathan Brandis next week. Let's do that. I mean, we could. We also don't have to do it next week. We can do it another time. No, I, I, I put Love and Basketball it. on 12-6, which is blank. I can see you entering it right now. And that seems appropriate because it feels like like holidays, love, and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to rewatch it. I haven't watched it in a while. I mean, I you know, any movie that has strong music winds up going mm. high on my list of things I love. Yeah, it's a good-ass soundtrack. The music in that movie is oh, just too much. So then next week we will we will talk about Jonathan Brandis. Um, we'll have to do some rewatches before yeah, then. Yeah, I, I need some guidance. 
I'll give you some guidance. In the meantime, I don't know. Stay sane. Yeah. All of that. Eat good food, which I'm about to do because I'm very hungry. Yeah. 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 And remember, if you want to be somebody. If you want to go somewhere. somewhere. You, you better, better wake, wake up. Pay attention. Pay attention. Thank you.